Hello, pretty people. Welcome back to the Sitting Pretty Podcast. This is your host, Kendall Kay. And Cassie. Cassie baby. Cassie baby in the house. I know, I thought about starting to say Cassie baby because you've got the Kendall Kay going. I'm into it. That's what Stassi went by. Do you remember Kylie Jenner's friend, Stassi? So why is your Instagram Cassie baby? So I think the first time Cassie baby became a thing is when I made a Snapchat like years and years ago and I wanted like a cool handle I didn't want it to just like be my name. Well, Cassie came from kids I used to nanny for. It was always too hard for them to say Cassidy or for anyone to say Cassidy. It's kind of a lot to say. So it usually gets shortened. I just was trying to come up with what what would look cute with that. I'm all about the like the way words look on a paper when there's like symmetry, I think is the word I'm looking for. Symmetry symmetry between the first and second Between words. I think it's like kind of like a mild OCD that I have. It is cute. Wait, so how long has that been your handle? I did fully commit to it like a couple years ago. Oh, because your name, your name transitioned from Cassidy to Cassie. Did I full send it when I moved to New York? It wasn't ever that in college because I was too scared of people like judging me. Like, but you always really wanted but to I change it. But I always wanted to change it. And in college, you were known as Cassidy. No one called you Cassie. Or Cass. No one said Cassie. Yeah, I didn't like go your by... first name, last name is what people knew you by. When I moved to New York, I didn't know anybody. And so I kind of just did this like rebrand. When I say Cassidy, if, unless I enunce it really well, people don't hear Cassidy. They hear Kathy. I just hated correcting people. And when I say Cassie, no one ever messes that up either. I just thought it was cuter. It was more dainty. Yeah, you identify with it more. I started identifying it with it more as I got older. I feel like I used to be a bit more of a tomboy when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I've just definitely come into my feminine energy more. And I just felt like Cassie was like more fitting. I just one day decided to switch my handle. Never looked back. And it's so funny because I had to train myself to introduce myself as Cassie. When you started introducing yourself as Cassie. And I didn't tell you. I literally was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's not your name. It's funny because like you'll forever know me as Cassie Cass. or Cass. Well, Cass is even short. So I feel like as a best friend, I should say the shortest name possible. Like the yeah. most Nicky nickname. I generally don't say Kendall. You used to call me Ken. I which Ken. no one really calls me that. Like, Luke doesn't call me that. No, Luke never calls me by my name. Sugar bear. <laughs> he calls me honey bear. Today, we were, Kendall and I were walking back from Pilates, and we decided to go to the farmer's market. No surprise there. But I guess Kendall texted Luke to have him take a break from work and come meet us at the farmer's market. When we were walking there, we could see Luke probably like, I don't know, like 100 yards. Two blocks in front of yeah, us. Yeah, two blocks ahead of us. Kendall starts yelling, Luke! And he doesn't respond. And then like 10 seconds goes by and she's like, babe! Doesn't respond, like still doesn't know we're behind him. Kendall and Luke have been calling each other daddy bear and honey Honey bear Bear. he calls me honey bear i call him daddy bear and i like was like kendall like just call him daddy bear and kendall yells daddy bear and he immediately turned around and it was just guys it was just so funny and it was really cute we don't call each other by our names yeah he probably didn't even like yeah it's probably why he didn't even notice yeah so yeah that's the rebrand of me so now everyone that i introduced myself to knows me as cassie yeah but it's kind of like you like you but you go by kendall k and like no one knows your last name it's kind of funny no one knows my last name. it's actually so elite yeah k isn't actually my middle name everyone thinks it's my last name and it's funny because i've almost convinced myself that k is my 
my last name because when I fill out paperwork and stuff, you know, they ask you first name, last name. I literally put Kendall K. Like, I never put my last name anywhere. Like, there's no evidence or trail of that. You're kidding. Even when I book flights. You're joking. You actually write Kendall K. Yes. And no one questions it because my all my IDs say Kendall K and then my last name. I don't know. It just always works. And Kendall K, it's like an alliteration. And that's why my mom did that so as you can tell we're kind of just having a girl chat episode because Cass and I are both a bit delusional tonight we always record at night it's just the best for somehow it always is the time that well, feels right it makes sense because it's cozy it's nice to sit around mics like with hot tea and like in your cozy outfit there's not much else productive that I could be doing right now yeah I just I feel like I use up all my physical energy during the day and then at night I'm like down to just chat with the mic Kendall and I didn't really structure this episode so we're just gonna chit chat and see how how this turns out i'm sure there'll be some golden nuggets in here speaking of why we're delusional i have not been sleeping <laughs> i slept four hours last night from 4 a.m to 8 a.m there was no p.m in there so bad so bad oh my god there was no p.m no no p.m in the sleep no it's so bad i've even been texting kendall at like 4 a.m just to prove to me that, that i'm she's still up. awake what did i say to you last night <laughs> you said this is not normal human behavior <laughs> Really our text chain is just you texting me at like 4 a.m just to prove to me that you were up that late yeah because i'd come down in the morning and be like dude i didn't sleep and then i'd have to like try and convince you that i really didn't fall asleep so i've just been deciding to text you in the middle of the night i feel like it's almost a game now like how late can Cass stay up it was 3:48 a.m and i said this is not normal human behavior and then 10 minutes later i texted you again and said i just remembered to sign up for 12:15 pilates nice that's a win because we did go to pilates today i don't know how we were functioning today but i had well i slept nine hours so i don't know that's because you're dialed into like your sleep situation like oh i have it dialed in because i naturally struggle with insomnia and i think it's an anxiety thing i think it kind of stems from that like i think the two are co-related but i care so much about my sleep that i've done everything i can to prevent insomnia i have a full supplement lineup at nighttime i have a full night routine that i go through to make sure i sleep yeah i feel like i get eight pretty to ten good hours. tips from you but like what but you never follow them i know i just need to <laughs> i feel like a broken record i like Cass is like i only slept four hours and then i'm like why aren't you doing the magnesium the cherry juice yeah i was gonna say wait why don't you tell everyone like what you do this is this is the night routine guys for all my insomnia girlies or anyone who's just trying to conk out so you got to stop doing anything productive as soon as like the dark the sun goes down yeah it's time to wind down it's time to wind down pretty much as soon as the sun goes down i'm either cooking in the kitchen eating dinner and then watching tv watching tv is actually a great wind down for me because i feel like it really shuts my brain off even though it's like blue light I wear my blue light glasses to prevent like blue light infiltration. Did you just get yours on Amazon? Like where did you get your blue light glasses? You can get them on Amazon. Like and they actually work? Yeah, they work. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna do that. Yeah, you need that because if you watch TV at night, which I'm sure many people do, the blue light tells your brain to stay up longer. Or even from your phone. Yeah, if you're, I'm sure you're either on your phone or something like just get some blue light glasses to wear. At around 7 or 8 p.m., I'll put my blue light glasses on for the night. And then I make a few different concoctions. My first one is a sleepy mocktail. It's made with a quarter cup tart cherry juice. And I pour it into a sparkling water. And it's literally like this fizzy 
cherry flavored mocktail obviously but why tart cherry juice well tart cherry juice releases melatonin into your body yeah so it's like a natural melatonin supplement i only do a quarter cup because a full cup has like a lot of sugar 30 grams of sugar and i feel like that would keep me awake almost and the quarter cup really does the trick for me and then i'll make a magnesium and i use like a powdered magnesium i'm in i'm in canada right now so i had to find like a random brand but generally when i'm in the u.s i'll do a moon juice they make a really good magnesium powder it's really good i'll put it in hot liquid to eat like soothe me even more and that combo just puts me just gets me so sleepy and then i'll go upstairs and brush my teeth and all that and then i'll climb into bed and i'll read for like 10 minutes so you do always read yeah like once you're in bed you're not scrolling no heck no yeah you leave your phone downstairs a lot don't you i generally try to charge my phone on a whole nother floor of the house so that i'm not tempted to like look at it in the middle of the night you don't have to wake up with an alarm yes i i don't i don't wake up with an alarm but if i had to wake up with an alarm i would probably buy an alarm clock kind of a little bit of a tangent but speaking of alarm clocks do you know what hatch is the brand yeah they make those like super cute ones yeah a lot of the kids I nanny for have those and you can like control it from your phone and you can have it like wake you up with sounds like it's actually kind of cute. I've heard great things about it I feel like all the influencer girlies are talking about hatch yeah I think I should invest in that too but I need to get off my phone like that's my problem that's your problem yeah the phone will keep you up forever yeah especially if you go down like the tiktok rabbit hole I, I'm honestly I probably should delete the app tonight because it keeps it really does keep me awake you need to keep your phone on a separate floor I know, but There's something so about many that things- gives me, like, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that means you're addicted to your phone. But you know what? Okay, to be fair, you do have Luke to sleep in your bed with you. It does help that I have a, a big teddy bear to sleep with every night. Yeah, I will have, say, like, a companion. when I don't sleep with Luke, which is very rare, <laughs> yeah. I have to take melatonin gummies. And that's my that's my last resort trick for you, is always have some melatonin gummies in your bedside table. For when you actually still, after all those things I just said, you do all those things if you still can't sleep and you're laying in your bed like wide awake, just pop some melatonin. I mean, it's not even bad for you, but I would just say don't do it every night because you don't want to get reliant on it. But yeah, if I wake up in the middle of the night or I find myself like laying in bed for what feels like 30 minutes plus, Mm -hmm. I'll just take some melatonin. Do you ever do like night meditations i'm more of a morning meditation girl yeah that's another last resort thing i'll do if i'm feeling like i can't sleep is i'll put on a sleep meditation yeah i tried to do that like 4 a.m last night but just, that, like picked some random did it work yeah i like was determined to fall asleep we didn't recap our weekend yet this last weekend luke went out of town for a bit he went camping just like kendall said she's never really ever sleeping alone like she always has luke in her bed and yeah luke and i have had a sleepover every night for the past year and a half so when he leaves i i do get really upset and i can't sleep we did hang out really late that night you did say that it was going to be harder for you to fall asleep so i did lay in your bed with you and i was editing the last podcast until like 12 30 a.m yeah well, you also had like your sleep cap on. Oh yeah, that's my other trick is get a, I forgot to mention or this, get a sleep mask. mask. Yeah. I said that in the last episode too for just like my one of my little luxuries, but it actually really forces you to go to sleep, forces your eyes shut. It's like, okay, time to go to sleep. Yeah. You're less likely to go on your phone if you have a sleep mask over your eyes. You won't be able to see anything. I got into Kendall's bed 
because she was feeling sad and lonely so I told her I would stay in the room with her and I was just editing the podcast and because I've had insomnia also I just couldn't fall asleep either so it ended up being like 12 30 in the morning when I got tired enough to want to go to sleep Kendall was had already fallen asleep and I tried to sneak out of the room and I woke Kendall up and we just ended up deciding to have a full sleepover together yeah I was like uh where are you going because <laughs> I was able to fall asleep because you were right next to me it's like very calming to have someone next to you yeah when you're I mean, trying to fall like, asleep yeah it's like a sense of like safety almost no, I, I 100%. It's a lug, one of my little luxuries, remember? Yeah. I had said, like, waking up next to someone, which is the same as falling asleep with someone. Yeah, we had a full sleepover. But we used to do that so much, like, have sleepovers when in, in college and in Newport. We would have sleepovers in college on, like, weeknights. And then we would wake up at 6 a.m. and you would, like, make me chia pudding. That's do so you remember cute. that? Yeah, of course. In my apartment. Do you remember? I think one of the, like, earlier sleepovers we'd ever had was when we were going through sorority recruitment or we were going through rush week if you've never been in sorority rush week is when you it's like recruitment for recruiting the freshman class into your sorority so you have to go through like a camp to like learn how to do that the week before rush is like rush camp and you spend like 24 7 basically at the sorority like learning how to rush girls I, i had a room i had a bed in the sorority and Cass didn't. I didn't want to live in the sorority. Something about living with like 50 other girls was not my vibe at the time. Kendall invited me to stay with her during that week because you're up so early and you stay up so late. And so we were sleeping in your twin bed. Okay, yeah, it was a twin bed, but it was a bunk bed. <laughs> I actually shared a room with four. There was four of us in the room. Cass was the fifth one this week. There was two bunk beds in this tiny room. And I was on the top bunk. So Cass shared a bed with me on the top bunk. We were literally like two in, little sardines in, in, the, twin in the corner. Bed, in a twin bed. In the corner of the room. And somehow we like slept. We were fully probably like touching sides no, all night. We also, that reminds me of studying abroad. We shared a bed there too. <laughs> okay, Kendall and I studied abroad in Barcelona. It was a three bedroom, three or four bedroom apartment. I think it was four because we had two other roommates. But essentially every girl was supposed to have their own room. I got there first and so I picked the master. And then Kendall and I just decided to share the room. So we slept in the same bed. Yeah, because it was like a queen bed. Obviously we're going to share the... And then we shared the closet because we basically shared all of our clothes anyways. Yeah, we just used the other room for like an extra closet. Yeah, it was like storage space. We never went in there. Yeah, I guess if you have a sleeping buddy that helps you fall asleep. Another tip get a sleeping buddy get a sleeping buddy (laughs) maybe it's even just like a giant teddy bear or like a body pillow what else could you do before bed to like make you fall asleep you'd masturbate would that help we don't have to put that on the podcast but yeah that's supposed to help but i I do know that's a thing that's why usually after you have sex you can fall asleep really easy if you if you have an orgasm if you orgasm hopefully everyone is orgasming (laughs) we sound like alex cooper we're like giving sex advice now I have no sex advice to give. Coming from me, I'm fucking celibate. What what else are we chatting about here? What else did we get up to this week? Luke was out of town this weekend, so it was just Cass and I. We had a little girls weekend. And then on Sunday, we went to our favorite little coffee shop. It's like this cute little juice juice place by our house. And we worked on the pod. Guys, please go listen to our last episode because I swear it took us 10 hours to like edit that. We recorded for two hours and we had to cut it down because we were giving away too many tips. To edit the podcast from two hours to 44 minutes was a massive project. 
so go listen to it because it was, took us a lot of work and it's our favorite podcast episode yet yeah it was super girly it was really fun giving all those suggestions and then on monday we got back to our usual pilates schedule we went to Legree, which now we're super sore today our schedule lately has been going to pilates and then we stop at this cafe after called empty cup we get matchas and we like do a little bit of work it's like a really nice little yeah routine we got going today we actually stopped at this protein donut place and got a vegan protein peanut butter cup donut and split it that was a nice treat i'm all for like the protein treats yeah it's, like way more appetizing to have a dessert if you know it has protein in it yeah it's an actual snack that's actually going to satiate you versus just like a sugar rush empty cows and when you pair sugar with a protein you actually don't get as high of a blood sugar spike mm, that's a good tip which is good because blood sugar spikes can just cause you to like crash later i mean they cause a whole host of problems my favorite thing to do is like if i'm craving like a baked good or something is to pair it with some greek yogurt i just bought greek yogurt today so you can have it with the cookies you brought me back from the hamptons dip it in the greek yogurt it's like such a thing yeah the tate's cookies from the hamptons i know everyone knows what those are wanted to bring them specifically back to kendall from the cute little cafe in the hamptons because they have an actual location cass and i have been watching love island every night love island usa we are so into it we never watch movies together or tv the only reason why we're watching it is because luke's home when luke's not here we do something productive yeah like, like record a podcast, record a podcast. <laughs> like every night luke has left we decide to record a podcast episode or we're like editing or, the episode yeah i like to pair re- watching reality tv with like something productive that's like doesn't require as much brain power like yeah like what will you work on during i always see you working during the episode i mean i'm usually just like texting or scrolling but <laughs> i'll be in my planner like planning out my next day or i'll be like checking emails i'll be like talking to my manager editing of tiktok like yeah. there's so many like kind of mindless things i can do while also watching reality tv yeah. it's been really fun to watch i've gotten very into it who's your favorite girl character lately cassie oddly she's enough, the main character right now not to be biased because we have the same name but i am rooting for her who's your favorite guy character marco for sure oh yeah who do you think is the most attractive guy okay Marco's my favorite because he's been non-drama you can just tell the way he like looks at hannah he just genuinely loves her he just seems like a really good energy to be around he doesn't give me like toxic masculinity but he's still like masculine um the most attractive honestly probably kenzo he's kind of my type i think carmen's gorgeous so they're a good duo i think they look good together yeah, definitely, definitely, Kenzo. What about you? Do you agree with my choices or would you say something different? Well, since I'm in a relationship with Luke, he's the only attractive person in the whole world. So, <laughs> you know, who would appreciate you saying that, Kenzo. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but when we were watching Love Island the other night and I said I was on my phone, I decided to like randomly purge through my Instagram and I unfollowed like over 100 100 people oh my gosh yeah that's a lot of people i know i've been keeping my numbers trying to get my numbers down like my goal by the end of the year honestly is to follow like around 200 people like there's no reason that's gonna be really hard you have to really cut a lot 
of people. I know. And that's the thing though, is like I go through my following list and like a lot of the people I follow, I feel like I follow out of obligation or like this feeling of like hurting their feelings because I unfollow them, but we haven't talked in years. So it's like, I'm not doing it to insult anyone, but there's just, it's just taking up unnecessary space in my so head. who did you unf- like uh, for the 100 people you unfollowed were they just like random like influencers or were they like people you it knew? was honestly a mix if you go to your following on instagram it does categorize like the 50 most interacted with and the 50 least interacted with pages so i always start with the 50 least interacted with and i'll scroll through that list and start unfollowing people on there because it's like if i'm not even interacting with their page at all then why am i following them i started with that but there's just a lot of people I've been following for, for years from like high school or even college that I just, we just don't keep up with each other's lives anymore. And I just don't think it's necessary to follow them. But I do feel like there's this obligation to follow people sometimes. Like you feel bad. I don't know. How do you feel that way? I don't feel bad. Yeah. You're, I'm a you're, savage. You're kind of ruthless. People. Yeah. But I did get better. Like I said, like unfollowing a hundred people was over a hundred people was like kind of intense but i do think it that feels is good. intense it felt really good when i go on an unfollowing spree i think i usually do around 50 people like at a time so 100 is a lot yeah i went from 555 five, five to 444 four, four. are you obsessed with angel numbers yeah i really am <laughs> you know that's funny because i also follow 444 four, four people 444 people what are the odds i'm just trying to copy you i think it might have been a subconscious copy well, we have been talking about how much we've been seeing 444, like in our last episode. Yeah, that's definitely like our angel number of the moment. I guess moral of the story is it feels really good to unfollow people. It feels really good. Why is that? It's almost like a detox. Yeah, you're. it's like getting rid of, it is like a detox. Like it's a, like ridding the old. A social detox. It's like signaling to your brain that this person is no longer in your life. And that feels it good. It really cuts it off. It really feels nice. Yeah. I mean, I definitely still follow people out of obligation, though. I feel that way about a, a few certain people, too. Like, can you honestly say every single person that you follow, you actually care about and, like, want to see what's the, what's up with their life? Because that's the ultimate goal, right? The ultimate goal is to follow people because when you see their stuff on your feed, it, like, inspires you, makes you feel good, you're happy for them. Like, that kind of feeling. I think you should, like, not follow anything that, like, doesn't do anything for you when you see it. Feel you're unemotionless or, like, the opposite. If it makes you feel, like... Annoyed. Annoyed or, or like, shitty about your own life. Yeah. You're, you're subjecting yourself to that. Why would you subject yourself to any of those yeah, feelings? Yeah, I, I think when it comes to, like, influencers or people you don't know, if, like, their content sparks any sort of negative emotion within you, you need to unfollow them if it is someone you do know a good question a good question to ask yourself is are you ever going to see this person again and is it going to be a meaningful interaction wow i'm like detoxing my following list and i'm looking at like certain people i ask myself if i'm ever going to see them again like if i was in the same city as them would i ask them to meet up okay probably not so what's the point of me following them still? I'm not going to pretend like we're friends. Take, use your it's own judgment. It's hard to cut cords sometimes. Especially with people you have a lot of history with. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes it's like because I have so much history with certain people. Like, I think that's where it's hard, right? Like, it's not it's not hard to unfollow some, like, random girl that you were kind of friends with or, like, would see out at parties in college. It's more like this person was in your life for so long, but they have nothing to do with your life now. It just feels weird to, like, 
plug yeah i mean it just doesn't sound like you're ready yet there's no reason to like rush it if you feel like it's not an appropriate time yeah but i'm working on it like i said i have a goal for getting my following down even lower yeah but i feel like you were holding on to following like certain acquaintances and i think that what i just said applies to like acquaintances even like my old roommates in college i'm pretty sure i unfollowed like most of them i mean if i see them getting married on social media and i wasn't invited to their wedding like that kind of means we're not friends and that kind of means i'm gonna unfollow them i think that's a good rule of thumb as well if they're having a wedding and you weren't invited like you're no longer friends yeah honestly i really struggled in college because i had a handful of my really really close childhood friends who went to the same college as me and generally when you go to college that's kind of when you split up from your high school friends and so you kind of get to start over but I was definitely trying to balance making new friends because I wanted to be in a sorority and I wanted to have new friendships but also try and maintain my old friendships that was something that I really struggled with honestly yeah I don't know I mean yeah that's hard because you're like wanting to grow into this new person and going to college is like a great chance to be this new person you want to be and like reinvent yourself but if you still have like the same group of friends that you do in high school that's definitely a lot harder yeah because you don't have that clean slate well it was hard too because i when i look back i find myself feeling like i had to identify two separate ways like when i would go to alpha phi and i was with you and like with our sorority friends i could be the the version of me that I wanted to grow into more that inspired me more and when I was with my high school friends I I felt really comfortable like accepted they knew everything about me since childhood so it felt very safe and it was really nice to have that to lean on in college and I think that's just natural like when you've had friends for so long I was I tried to balance it because I didn't want the thing is I didn't want to lose being friends with them like we had developed a friendship for so long it was kind of special that we went to college together I had a hard time navigating where to give my energy and I always constantly felt this struggle of like being pulled in two different directions of like well do I invest my time in like strengthening my friendships with my high school friends and like doing things with them or do I like spend more time in these like new friendships invest into like your new self yeah this the future that you want for yourself yeah I definitely missed out on on things both with my old friends and with my new friends because I was trying to like juggle both of them I think that's also part of the reason why I was really just trying to find like one best friend in our sorority because it would have been really hard for me to like try and make a lot of friends have two friend groups like yeah school friends and a new yeah that kind of goes back to keeping your circle small like our very first episode if you've listened to it we talk about it's a lot to juggle having a lot of friends in your life you probably don't struggle with that like societal pressure of like having all these friends right you feel societal pressure to have a lot of friends yeah new york i think manhattan naturally makes you feel like you have to be social if i was ever in new york i would probably force myself to have more friends than i do you 100 percent would it make new york you can feel really lonely in new york interesting how that works yeah but you can be out here where there's not much and feel very like content by yourself it's now time to wrap up the episode and cass and i are we're getting pretty sleepy our teas are kicking in it's time to go to bed because my magnesium is hitting and i need to get to sleep i need to take advantage of the sleepiness like we said we just wanted to come and have a girly girl chat 
Let us know what you, if you liked this type of episode or not and if we should like do some more girly girl chats or if you like the more like structured type tip oriented episode where we like give you tips. We're always available in the DMs at the Sitting Pretty Podcast on Instagram or if you're on Spotify, you, we have a Q&A section for every episode that you can give your thoughts on. My brain isn't working, but you know what I'm trying to say. We love you guys. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Good night.